Howdy, Ags. Welcome to Aggie Growth Hacks, the podcast sponsored by the McFerrin Center for Entrepreneurship at Texas A&M, where we help Ags improve their business, connect with other Aggie entrepreneurs, and support one another. I'm your host, Greg Martin, Fighting Texas Aggie Class of 2001. And I'm your co-host, Chris Hunter, Fighting Texas Aggie Class of 1998. Whoop. Well, we got a little story for you, Ags. Venturi Engineers is led by Jose De Leon, Fighting Texas Aggie Class of 2006. And not only is he an Aggie 100 winner, but this is an entrepreneur who lays it all out and speaks the truth. I don't know about you, Chris, but I was just blown away with the honesty and the transparency that Jose shared. And as a side note, I got to meet his mama during the Aggie 100 celebration, and she is as special and as amazing as you can imagine. It's awesome. So pass it back and listen up, Jose, as he shares some good bull. Welcome, Jose. We are so excited to have you on Aggie Growth Hacks, and congratulations on your 2021 Aggie 100 win, nomination and win. I know that you and your business partner have been striving to do that since you formed the company, Right. but uh, we're so excited to have you. Thanks for joining us today. Uh, thank you. I appreciate it, guys. Well, you're you're not too far away from College Station. You're down in the woodlands. That's right. But driving up to College Station, you know, I know you've been back here since since you've graduated. But what do you miss most about not being a student at AM? I'd say just student life in general at AM. People are very friendly. Everybody welcomes you and I just miss not having all these anxieties and commitments outside of just, <laughs> you know, doing homework, right? Or projects. That's that's the peak of that your anxiety. That you thought was anxiety. Yeah, that you thought it was right. a big deal. And so it was just student life is such a beautiful phase in life. I think I miss that the most. Yeah. Awesome. And we've kind of been hearing that on this question specifically. A lot of, a lot of people are saying the same thing. So one of my favorite things to do on Aggie Growth Taxes to hear about all these entrepreneurs' mm-hmm. journeys, right? And really also learn from y'all. But, you know, aside from that, can you tell us about your business, about Venturi Engineers, mm-hmm. and how did you start it? How did you get into it? And what got you started on all of that? Yeah, so Venturi Engineers is a professional engineering firm. We provide site development as well as public infrastructure design. On the site development side, that's both private and public. So we do parking lots. We'll do drainage studies, utilities, basically everything outside of the building, right? Okay, yeah. But it's necessary in order for the project to work. And then on the public infrastructure side, we do water plants, the design for them and permitting. Same with just utilities in general. So that's what we do. It involves people touch every aspect of it. You drink water, you flush the toilet, you don't think about it, where it comes from or where it goes, but right. I'm passionate about it because there's not a aspect of it that people don't experience. They live in the built environment and that's what we do. We design the built environment. So quick follow-up question on that. You know, I know you're yeah. about to jump in there. No, no, I, I, I know you got one. <laughs> where did the name come from? Because I, I'm very aware of the Venturi principle. So what, yeah. what, where did the name come from? And so it's funny that you asked that. So in 2011, I started having this idea of starting a firm. I felt, oh. I felt pushed in that direction. I was never somebody that was, I want to be my own boss. I want to have my own company. Yeah. I didn't, it didn't start out that way. I was feeling led in that direction. And I talked to my old piano instructor. I hadn't seen her in several years ran into her. She asked me what I was doing and what my goals were for the five, you know, next five, 10 years. And I said, well, I kind of feel being led to start an engineering firm. I didn't have the name yet. Yeah. And she said, Jose, well, you need to plant a seed. And she said, I don't know what that is, but you need to plant a seed. And so when I, that following week, I went back to work and I used to stick around. We, we worked half days on Fridays and I used to stick around later. I was single at the time and I just 
you know, trying to dabble in different things to better the department in civil engineering. And I decided, well, I need to come up with a name. So I started researching. I knew I didn't, I had worked for many companies, not to, you know, I love the companies I worked for, but I just didn't want to put my name behind it. Okay. You know, okay. it's usually like so-and-so and associates or, you know, yeah. two big names, you know, and I, I just didn't want to do that. So I started looking up names. As a civil engineer, we study about the Venturi effect. Yeah. You're right. Effect, not principle. Okay. okay. Yeah, yeah, but it's yeah. right. So, e educate me, please. <laughs> so the Venturi effect, it was, I don't, I don't know if it was a discovery per se, but his name was John Battista Venturi. And he was a Renaissance man, like many people in that day, in that time, he 1700s roughly. And I was just captivated. One, I didn't know about his story until I, I thought the Venturi effect was neat. Yeah. Right. I had studied it. So I started Googling web domains and is there a company named Venturi Engineering or Venturi Engineers? There was nothing. The only thing there was, was a car company out of France. But as far as that, I, I realized, well, this would be a good start. I didn't want to have my name behind it. I, I just didn't want to do that. Once I bought the domain, that was me planting the seed. That's your seed. Yep. I, I bought, I purchased VenturiEngineers.com. Nice. And that was the, the start of the seed. And then I, I started coming up with a logo. But he, he was a Renaissance man, just an incredible person, just like many others out there. And he ended up working for Napoleon Bonaparte on infrastructure in France. Hmm. But he was originally from Modena, Italy. So he was a civil engineer. He, he, was or, a, I, he was a civil engineer, other among other things. He was a seminary professor initially. So he was a theologian. And then from that, he dabbled in science and like many, like Da Vinci and all of those other individuals. Yeah. Pretty incredible. And, you know, somebody pointed out, oh, so you kind of did what Tesla did. You pick somebody in that field and that's how you named your company because that's what Elon Musk did with Tesla, right? Right. Electricity, mm -hmm. Tesla. Yep. Tesla. Or, right. or did Elon <laughs> do what Jose did? That's right. Uh, it could have been. <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty sure that's <laughs> yeah. the way that... that <laughs> yeah, that's it. Yeah. That, that's 100%. That, that's right. Don't yeah. fan yeah. that at all. <laughs> so you founded the firm. Yes. And you are growing the firm. You're one of the fastest growing Aggie entrepreneurs in this year. In this year, that's correct. So what is it, or was there something that was like a tipping point that really allowed you to accelerate your growth and really to kind of take the company to the next level? I can't point it to just one thing. I'd say there were basically three, three tipping points. The first one was in 2017, we landed a water district as a client. That's a public entity and often referred to as municipal utility districts. Okay. They call them MUDs. They're not as common up here in College Station, but in Harris County and the Houston region and parts of Dallas and San Antonio even. Subdivisions that are outside the city limits that need infrastructure, you create these public entities and that's how these subdivisions are created. We ended up landing an established utility district as a client that was out in Katy. They had been, I had worked with them in the past and they, they heard that I had started my own firm and they reached out to me. That was one of the main... That's pretty cool. That them, is cool. Them reaching out to you. Yeah. Right. And the reason that, that was important for us, those types of clients, it's repeat work. Once you're their in district engineer, any work, any projects, they don't go out for bid or, or out for a RFQ, what they call. Mm -hmm. It just goes directly to you and you do the work. And so we've been their engineer for the last four years now. Wow. And so that was one of the tipping points. The second was when my business partner jumped all in. He was full in. At first, he was more of a passive partner. Yeah. He was the capital equity. I was the sweat equity. As many entrepreneurs know what those terms are. Yep. And in 2017, roughly, he decided to jump on board. And so that, that helped. That was huge. And the third tipping point was bringing the right people onto our team. Mm. One piece of advice that somebody gave me was, Jose, if you want to be an excellent firm, surround yourself with excellent people. 
Mm-hmm. And that was really good advice. And it's taken us a while to get there, but yeah. right now we have an excellent team. Yeah, that's definitely a recurring theme with, with everyone, you know, that we every successful entrepreneur that we talk with about having the right people. And that's so, so, so very true. We're going to roll right now and have a break and hear a message from our sponsor. So switching gears a tiny bit, we as entrepreneurs have challenges. Mm-hmm. We, we wake up and there's a challenge, right? And we go to bed, there's a challenge. What would you say has been the biggest challenge that you've faced so far? And how have you hacked your way through that? Since yeah. we're Aggie Growth Hacks, right? <laughs> yeah, no, definitely. So early on, I would say there's, there's two. There's challenges that we're facing this year. But uh, I'd like to hit on one that was very helpful for me in hindsight. Early on, when we started the company... We had just purchased a home. My wife was, we had a newborn and we didn't have any savings. So there was, it was, Did you not have enough stress already? Oh, no, no, no. Yeah. (laughs) And so, I I mean, I was working a lot. It was just, it was me. And I remember it it must've been year two. I already had two employees at that time. I remember there was a lot of stress on my family life, trying to balance home life and business life. Right. But I, I have to say the biggest challenge, I remember pulling up late one day into my driveway. It was late at night. My daughter was already asleep. My wife was obviously waiting for me. And I remember just being overwhelmed and questioning, if I don't stay late and get this work done, the business is going to fail and I'm not going to be able to provide for my family. But if I don't come home, my family, my marriage, and there's going to be other struggles and other failures. And I just didn't know what to do. And I remember being there and I, I just prayed and I said, God, what do I do? I don't have any give. And as I sat there, I just thought about the only give I have right now is my sleep. And so what I, I decided to do, I'd come home at a decent hour, eat dinner, spend time with my wife and my, my daughter, and then say goodnight. And I'd go back to the office mm. till midnight or one. And that was the sacrifice that I realized this is, this is the only give that's there, but I'm not going to let my family fail yeah. because I want my, my business to succeed. So I'd say that's the biggest advice I would give people is, you know, wow. you can be a success. That's powerful. Man, I, yeah. I, I know, right? You can be successful in business, but are you successful with your family? Yeah. Right. I mean, it, yeah. it's all how you, how you gauge success. And, and that's okay if you want to be known as a successful businessman, but. Right. And there's so many entrepreneurs that in general, right, that right. they're pushed forward by, by their significant other or, or their family and the, all that support that's there, you know, because you've been, been through those hard times together. And I'd say that at that time, that was my hack. Yeah. You don't sleep. That's the sacrifice you make, right? But it's, it's yeah. for a season. Right. Long term, you can't keep that up. No. But for that season, that's what I had to do. And how long was that? That was 2016 and I probably did it till 2018. Wow. It wasn't every night. I mean, it was as a consulting firm. It's on a project basis. There's deadlines and yeah, you've got to get them done. Got to get them done. And my wife was very supportive and it really eased home life. (laughs) Yeah. So, So what if we kind of fast forward a little bit? 2020 was a challenging year for every business. 2021 is a different type of challenge. I mean, we're dealing with everything, you know, supply chain shortages, finding the right people? How do you manage cash flow in today's environment? A lot of struggles. What's the one thing that that you're working on now and how are you overcoming it? For us right now, the biggest challenge is finding the help. Mm -hmm. I don't know a civil engineering firm right now that is not hiring. And there's a lot of big firms out there. So trying to find talent that wants to, one that is willing to work and wants to grow and is a right fit for the company. Mm -hmm. And then I would also say that fits the culture. 
I'd say that's been a huge shift for, not shift, but a huge emphasis for us is, yeah, we might not have all of these things that this firm offers, but look at our culture, you know, and that's starting to be more and more important amongst Mm -hmm. recent grads and mental health is a big issue. Time off is more important, more valuable than the pay. People are realizing that and Mm -hmm. coming to those conclusions, especially post COVID. Yeah. But someone who's willing to sacrifice his sleep. Right. Yeah. Right. 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 I mean, both of us were in the military, so I got it. There's a time for that. But to be able to say, that's what I'm going to do for my company and my family, to tell that story to your employees, this is what I'm willing to do for you. Right. That's got to bring dividends and attracting people. And, And that's it. It's about people. Right. Yeah. The day I die, Jesus isn't going to ask me, Jose, were you profitable in 2019? <laughs> no, he's going to ask me, did you love me? Did you love those I entrusted you with? And were you faithful with the things I entrusted you with? Yeah. You know, I'm, I've never seen a hearse pulling a U-Haul. Yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah. <laughs> and so the importance of people in your culture and with your clients and the people you interact with, that is, it's really important. Yeah. Wow. Switching gears a tiny bit. Yeah. I want you to bring out the crystal ball. All right. And I want you to tell me what you're seeing around the corner in your industry. What, what's what's coming up? All right. So there's a few big things in our industry, and especially in the region that we're situated in. 2017, Harvey in Houston. Yeah. That had mm-hmm. huge impacts on commercial development, residential development in the, in the region. So one of the areas that a lot of civil engineering firms are starting to see growth in or they're growing their businesses in has to do with floodplain studies and what's known as hydrology, the study of water and Mm -hmm. water resources. So that's one area that I'm seeing the industry grow in as far as in this region. Overall, for commercial site development, I did a lot of big box retail for a portion of my career in the past. Worked with Walmart. I worked with Lowe's, Walgreens. But what we're starting to see is retail centers are still going to be around. But I think these big hubs like shopping centers and malls, that's starting to go away, especially with Amazon, the Amazons Mm -hmm. of the world and online retailers. And with that, we have growth in warehouse space. We've already seen that in the outskirts of Houston with Amazon building warehouses and FedEx. So as a firm, we're focusing on those types of clients right now, industrial warehouse space. Interesting. Is that a more challenging engineering problem than a big box store or a strip mall type thing? No, it has different challenges. In this case, you're more concerned with the impact, the footprint of the concrete you're laying down and the impacts it has on the flooding around you and controlling that and mitigating that through detention ponds Mm -hmm. and different ways to control that and mitigate it. And as far as traffic is concerned, semi-truck traffic, that that affects Mm -hmm. our design and has its own challenges for sure. But it's just a pivot to a different type of project. (laughs) What's the coolest project that you've worked on? The coolest project that I've worked on, that's a good question. Curveball, right at you. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I'd say recently the, the coolest project we've worked on was Margaritaville in Lake Conroe. Nice. That was opened during the pandemic, the summer of 2020. Okay, great, great timing. <laughs> yeah, it was great timing, and it just had some really neat features. We enjoyed working on that project for sure as a, as a company. Recently, that's probably the, the coolest Because that, that's when one, I mean, we talked a little bit about it before, yeah. before we had, I mean, you had to do a lot of work. That was a refurbishment. Right. It was a remodel of an existing resort that was out there in, off of Lake Conroe. And Margaritaville came in and they bought it out and 
remodeled it and added some really neat features. There's all these piers and docks that you can pull up. You can have your yacht or your boat and park right next to the bar and grill that they've built. Super cool. And they have several cabins around it about, I believe it's like 35 cabins. They're tiny homes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And they each have a little dock as well to pull up to. So that, that was a neat, recent neat project. That's crazy. Yeah. I mean, and that's in Lake Conroe. I mean, yeah. Yeah. an hour from here. Yeah. Yeah. So that was a neat project. Awesome. One of the things that we ask every entrepreneur is, mm -hmm. what is your big, hairy, audacious goal, right? What is your moonshot, your five to 10 year moonshot? So for us right now, we're focused in three areas. We're doing what's known as site development, both public and private. And then we're also involved with public infrastructure, mainly water and wastewater. That's both water plants, wastewater treatment plants and utility lines. And then thirdly, in the last, I'd say, two years, we've been doing more subdivision work, often called land development. Mm -hmm. So we'd like to grow that land development in the next five to 10 years significantly. And then the other two that I'd like to bring in or grow the company would be transportation engineering. There's a lot of work with TxDOT okay. in the mm -hmm. state. And then the last, I guess the fifth one would be an H&H &H group, which is hydraulics and hydrology doing the FEMA studies and floodplain mm -hmm. analysis. So Jose, when, you, when you're developing like subdivision stuff, like that, you're working with the main general contractor that's kind of putting the infrastructure in. Correct. All the horizontal stuff before they go vertical or sell off the lots to someone else to go vertical. Correct. That's a great point. So we, we work with the developer. So these are the people that have the vision, the idea. Where we live in the community is, is the Woodlands. And somebody, George Mitchell, he had this idea of a community called the Woodlands. And yeah. so he purchased all the land and had this concept of having, you know, all these commercial developments hidden behind trees and in the woods and really neat place to live and do life in. But yeah, I would say the developers are the ones that we work with. They have the idea. We help them lay it out and plan it, lay out the roads and where utilities are going to go, where the water plant, how are you going to, you know, where when you flush the toilet, where's it going to go, right? <laughs> Better go to the right place. Yeah, right. exactly. So that, that's, that's who we work with. And on the back end, we do work with the contractors. Once it's getting installed, we'll do inspections and, and things of that nature. All right, Ag. So if you're if you are a residential real estate developer, hook up Jose yes. and, and <laughs> do some work for him. So you've already shared a lot of information with us and given us some really amazing nuggets and some insights. So thank you for that. Yeah. But let's roll into our lightning round. So th okay. th these are going to be fast and furious. All right. What is your personal favorite hack? My favorite hack is if you're an entrepreneur and you don't know what these two websites are, you need to Upwork and Fiverr. I don't know if y'all are familiar. I, I know, know 100%. I know both of them. Yeah, okay. So, and use them. So I, I use them for many things, but Fiverr is a great one. It stands for, it's it's a speed round, so I don't know how, how much time Dude, Come on, know. bring it. All right. So yeah. Fiverr stands for everything's supposed to cost $5. That was the initial. That was the initial. Yeah. yeah it's going way up from that. Yeah. yeah. I was going to say, logo didn't cost $5. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it, it, it's an incredible resource for entrepreneurs because there's freelancers that'll do any, anything you can think of. Anything. I mean, marketing material, websites, come up with slogans. If you need a something typed up, if you need something calculated, I mean, it's it's a great resource. Wow. Yeah. And when you're starting out. It's so I, I knew that. What, what's the other one? So Fiverr. And then the other one is Upwork. So Upwork, they're uh, bigger type projects, and those are freelancers that you'll hire on a contract basis. Okay. Both of those are great resources for entrepreneurs. Yep. Awesome. That's my favorite hack. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Two for one. Right. 
So what is the best advice that you've ever been given? All right. I can't say plant a seed. You already, yeah, I already, yeah, you already gave one. us that one. Yeah, yeah. plant a seed. <laughs> no, I'd have to say it was advice from my dad. He passed away this year, actually, in January. Oh, sorry, sorry. I heard about that. Um, thank you. But he gave me some really good advice. He always used to tell me, you don't need to know everything. You just need to know who to ask or where to find it. Right. And as an entrepreneur, you know, we're tempted to dabble in everything, right? Mm-hmm. But there's things that you don't need to know. Just hire the expert at that or talk to a friend who knows how to do this. You don't need to, to know everything. That's and I'd great say that was advice. the best piece yeah. of advice. So, Jose, what is your superpower? My superpower. Okay, so I'm an engineer. Engineers are not known for great personalities or being... Uh, you're you know, rocking this. Yeah, yeah. usually known as being square. And <laughs> so I, I'd say my superpower is being personable. I like people. I'm a people person. <laughs> Awesome. Yep. If you can call it a superpower. <laughs> In the engineering world, I got it. Is. It might yeah. Be. Yeah. I don't know, but our very first Aggie Growth Hacks podcast guest was an engineer. So we, we've had some pretty good engineers. Okay. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. All right. So next question. All right. What gets you out of bed and gets you excited about your business? All right. So I have a wife and two daughters. So my wife, she typically kicks me out of the bed, <laughs> says, go make that money. <laughs> no, no. She's very supportive. Uh, I can't wait to meet her. Today. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'd say every day brings its own challenges. And I just, I'm excited when it's your baby that you've created and you're, you're just passionate about it. Like I said, I'm a people person. So I think what gets me out of bed is who am I going to interact with today or whose life am I going to have the opportunity to impact and vice versa, right? Yeah. Yeah. Jose, you you talked a lot about building the team and having an impact more than just within your four walls, really. I mean, shoot, as a civil engineer, right? you work outside the walls. But how can... Aggie entrepreneurs or Aggie entrepreneurs reach out to you and, and learn from you or, you know, may, maybe just start a relationship and connect with you. Yeah, I'd say check out our website, follow us on LinkedIn, on Instagram, on social media, shoot me a message on, add me as a contact first on LinkedIn and shoot me a message and I'd be happy to. And, and what's your website? Our website is www.venturiengineers.com. All right, Ags, you heard it here. Make sure you check out Jose's website. Again, thank you so much for the openness and the vulnerability today's discussion and for really sharing a lot of wisdom and a lot of truth. Congratulations again on the first of what I know is going to be many Aggie 100 trophies. We look forward to celebrating with you tonight. Awesome. Well, thank you all. Appreciate it. How about that, Ags? Was that some good bull or what? There were some valuable hacks that Jose shared with us. What was your favorite, Greg? Well, there were so many, but the number one was planting the seed. Yeah. You know, and and I loved how he was itching for something and knew that something was going to happen, but knew that he had to plant a seed. He had to put that mark in the line or at least start it to be able to have the courage and the accountability to go yeah. out on his own. And even though it took years for that seed to actually develop and bloom and to, to grow into Venturi Engineers, that's what it all started with planting the seed. How about you? No, I thought that was so cool. Mine was really revolving around uh, the favorite advice. He said, this was given to him by his dad. And he said, you don't need to know everything. You just need to know who to ask or where to find it. 
And I think that's yep. just so great for every single entrepreneur out there is that we don't have to know everything. And we really don't, but we have to just find out someone that does, you know, whether that's accounting, whether that's, you know, whatever that we're good at, let's, let's stick with our superpower. Right. And that's yep. why we have that question now on, on Aggie Growth Test, because we want to know what's your superpower. So if we can stick within our superpowers and get other people to help us out with the things that we're not so good at, I think that's super, super powerful. And that leads yeah. into another one that I really liked that I use on a daily basis, either Fiverr or Upwork. And yeah, yeah. those are great places to go find people that know things that you don't, right? So those two combined right there could be super, super powerful for any and all entrepreneurs. Yeah, and actually, when I had the Aggie Growth Act sign made, I had to get a vector file and I don't know what the hell a vector <laughs> file is, but you, you know, it was right after we had recorded this. So what did I do? I went on Fiverr and literally in two hours, I had the vector file. It was nice. amazing. It was great. Nice. That's awesome. Well, Ags, that's going to do it for another episode of Aggie Growth Hacks. We hope that you enjoy this episode and please connect with Jose on LinkedIn, Facebook. We know that you will not be disappointed. We also hope that you connect with Aggie Growth Hacks on LinkedIn or Instagram, or better yet, join our Facebook group where we continue the Aggie Entrepreneurship Conversation. Chris and I finally would love to personally connect with you if we're not connected already, and maybe we'll share your story on a future episode of Aggie Growth Hacks. Finally, when you're on the web, make sure that you check out aggiegrowthhacks.com where you can listen to our previous episodes as well as check out some of our other great content. Aggie Growth Hacks was produced by fellow Aggies, Kyle Ackerman and Ben Wiggins with Podcast Architects. We also want to give a huge shout out to our sponsor, the McFerrin Center for Entrepreneurship at Texas A&M University. Since 1999, the McFerrin Center for Entrepreneurship has served as the hub of entrepreneurship for Texas A&M. If you're an Aggie entrepreneur or even a wantrepreneur, head on over to their website to find a program that's right for you. Just search up the McFerrin Center for Entrepreneurship in Google and head over there right now. Join us next time when we connect with another great Aggie entrepreneur and learn how they hack their growth. Until then, I'm Chris Hunter. And I'm Greg Martin. Thanks and gig em.